Calling all creators, welcome to the Creator Landscape Podcast, the podcast that connects you with the most successful creators and industry leaders in the business. And now, please welcome your host, Jake Pearson. So as we dive into this podcast episode today, we discuss a lot about UGC content and how Cheddar Chez, aka Sanchez, has gone from just a creator to a full-time creator making over $60,000 a year and all his tips, tricks, and insights that have allowed him to capitalize on UGC videos to make a living. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Sanchez, a really fulfilling one for me. And as you can tell, I learned a lot throughout the course of this video as well. So enjoy. Hey, Chez, how are you, man? Doing great. How are you? Yeah, super. Um, pumped to have you here to talk about the creator economy, content you've been creating, your work, how you've become a, a full-time content creator, and the whopping amount of UGC videos that you've created in what the last year and a half. How many is it? About a little over 600, around 600. Maybe it's a little bit more, a little bit less. I, got, I lost track, so. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, okay, so that's a lot of videos, hell of a lot of content. Yeah. But we probably should give some context to the creators, you know, that are coming from creator land and um, new creator professionals and creators listening to this podcast about who you are, Chess. So we'd love to get a, you know, a short insight into yourself, uh, how you ended up becoming a full-time creator and, and what that's kind of like for you now. Yeah, for sure. So I, uh, I started my entire content creator career as a film director slash videographer. Um, I started like I picked up a camera because I started a clothing brand a long time ago, had to get content and stuff for it. So naturally just picked up a camera to teach myself how to take photos and do commercials for the brand. And that eventually led to me shooting videos for clients and uh, being a content creator then. But then I discovered what UGC was about a year and a half ago. And uh, once I discovered what that was, I was like, oh, snaps, like I already know the behind the back end of making videos. And I had a YouTube channel. So. I knew how to be on camera and I was like, you know, let me try to figure out how to be on camera, talk about products. And I started and once I got started, there were just so many brands back to back to back to back that wanted to work with me. And that's how I got to where I am now. So UGC, just for potentially some of our new creators to the industry, they're looking to get brand deals, et cetera. What does actually UGC stand for? It stands for user generated content. I th it, there's another term for it, but I think the most accepted term is user generated content. Mm. And so what, what purpose does user generated content actually serve in the content creation industry? Well, it's, how do I put this? It, I guess there's like with marketing agencies and a lot of brands are starting to notice that the the people online who are buying on social media are starting to connect more with people who they resonate with, you know, more of that authentic, um, not your like paid, even though we kind of are paid actors, we're not like the, how do I put it? We're not like the rock, <laughs> you know, like it's not going to like, he has his own influence, but like, it's something about when somebody who's like, who looks like they're right down the street from you is endorsing a product. You know, I guess it's more, more trustable to the the people who are watching the content. So, Overall, it helps with, you know, brands who, who are trying to uh, increase their uh, their conversions or maybe their lead conversions uh, and sales ultimately. Uh, so it just helps with that, that type of stuff. How does a lifestyle or the content creation routine differ for a UGC creator compared to someone who's just trying to create influence through their platform? 
Hmm, that's a really good question. I, I think there's so many different variants of UGC creators. Like I've seen chicks who make UGC for Airbnbs across the world, you know, so <laughs> their lifestyle is way different from my lifestyle. My lifestyle is probably different mm -hmm. from someone else who makes videos about pets, you know. Um, and then as far as the influencers, their lifestyle is also a lot differently, a lot different, too, because obviously they're making content for their audience. So mm -hmm. there's no real way to say, like, what's different, like, what is the main difference between the two? I think it just depends on the individual. Yeah. And throughout your, I, your, I guess, your content creation journey, did you ever feel like giving up doing this kind of stuff? Was there ever real, real tough times where you felt like oh, content creation just maybe it's not for me? Uh, no, I, I can't say that just simply because I've, I've been a content creator my entire life for the most part. And I've always believed in myself to the point to where like, I know that I will figure something out to, to make it happen. It's whatever you just said then really resonates with me because entrepreneur, business owner myself, and I can never not envision myself not trying to create content. I'm always in my head going, I want to make this work. I don't care how I make it work. I will make it work. So for you, you've just validated my entire thought process I've been having over the last year and a half. And I'm like, well, someone gets it. Yeah. What should like, in, in terms of like UGC, like a creator wants to get started and maybe, or maybe say let someone wants to start becoming a, a UGC creator, but how do they know where to start? Like, is, is that path different? Do they just start making content and see what sticks? Like, can you explain to me maybe what that, that journey looks like for a new UGC creator to get to where you are now? Um, so the first thing is, I think, and I've talked to a lot of creators who want to start, uh, is A, that belief that, which is what we were just talking about. You got to believe in yourself and really just not take no for an answer. And I'm talking about you within your own mind. Like, forget what everybody else is saying. Like, you have to believe in yourself. That's the first thing. And then the next step is you just have to take the plunge and make content. And not everybody is going to be great at it. And even myself, like, I've been making content for, even before I was a UGC creator, I was making content for years with a regular DSLR camera, you know. And my first UGC creator, my first UGC videos were not that great compared to what they are now. So everybody mm -hmm. has different levels from where they start. And I guess making that comparison, if you see me or any other creator, uh, comparing yourself to them is not healthy when it comes to trying to move to the next level. You just have to make sure that you put content out and then just get better each and every single time that you do it. People are focusing on uh, just not creating content that's uh, unique to them. You know, they're, they're, mm. they're putting out a lot of content based off of what they're seeing um, and not the not the content that they're pr producing from their own brains to solve their own problems from their own experiences. I think I was going, yeah. going in that route. But if you're trying to level up as a creator, uh, look at other people who influence you because it goes back to that authenticity part. It's like when you're copying one or two people all the time, then you're like a knockoff version of that person. What you should do instead is take the things that you admire most about that person, but do that for a hundred different people and then combine that within yourself. And then you become your own authentic person, right? So if you ever watch my videos and how I perform on YouTube, right? You trying to copy how I do things is like a knockoff cheddar chest. But if you take off, like for an example, Maybe I like to, just, I always forget my train of thought or something, something like that. And maybe you're a person who also kind of struggles with that a little bit too, right? But then you 
find somebody else who's a very good speaker and then you kind of mix me and that person's like styles together and now you have a completely different style right so i can really speak to this because i personally as a creator went down the path of i'm going to create a lot of personal development content because that's what i was genuinely interested in but i realized my creativity well i was hitting the wall with my creativity i'm like hey maybe i'm not that creative i can solve problems but i'm not that creative so i kept trying to force it and force it and force it and one day i kind of went this is not the content I want to create anymore. Year and year later, I actually asked ChatGPT. I was like, "Hey, I want you to ask me a bunch of questions about the things that I value as a person and my interests." And then I created this little pie chart of like five different pillars of things that, as a person, really light me up. And it was like competitive sport, personal development, you know, self reflection, business development, marketing, business branding, content creation. I was like, "Huh." So they're the things that I value. And so understanding that, I'm like, how can I make content in this area? And so I, you know, I was able to jump on camera and start talking about these things. I'm like, hey, just by going into this pie chart and picking one of these pillars, I know I'm really passionate. I have a lot of things to say. So that's something like a, a creator can do. Where do you see the, the creator landscape in the next five years and or one, two, five years? How do you see it evolving? Do content creators, do more creators make this a full-time thing for themselves? Um, this is, uh, man, I can't say exactly what that would yeah. be 100%, but from what I've been seeing so far, I would say for sure artificial intelligence is going to make a huge, huge move in the creator land space. And I, um, I've talked to a lot of creators or I've even listened to a lot of creators say they're like, oh, like... They kind of try to avoid the artificial intelligence, but I like to say it like this. It's not, it's a tool that helps you create way more efficiently rather than it's something that's, that's outside of you. Like you can still be creative, but the time that it would take for you to plan your creativity can now be done in an instant second. Right. And I think that creators aren't going to lose their, their creative jobs because of AI, but I think it's going to allow a lot more people to be creative and do creative jobs, which is going to raise the bar for competition. So I think a lot of creators, if you are watching this right now, it will be really, really wise to start learning how to use AI and what you're doing as a creator, because once the regular people come in who aren't creatives, they're going to be creating work that's just as good, if not better than you, if you're not using AI. But don't be scared of it <laughs> because we're, we're still creators at the end of the day. So we can still creatively use AI in a way that other creatives can't. So as long as you kind of have that mindset, then I think you'll be okay. But I, that's where I see uh, everything creative going in the next five years. Just before, I just, I, I'd be ashamed to show the audience, the creators, professionals, how many chat GBT tabs I have gotten since like I started using that AI tool. And I pretty much use it every day as an, to help with every aspect of business content creation. Like it just, it has made my life so much easier. So shares what you said there. I'm like, I'm hearing you. I think every creative should lean into it and see how they can utilize it yeah. to their advantage as a creative. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm, have I'm you seen, um, I'm trying to think, have you seen like mid journey or any of the video editing AI software? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like even some of the ones at Opus Pro, I used 
um, to try and edit some shorts from long form content, yeah. uh, video.ai as well, just creates amazing short form clippable content mm-hmm. with the captions that I don't have to sit there and do in CapCut now. So I can just, let's say, take 20 clip, this whole, the whole 30 minute thing or whatever we've recorded here, shove it in the AI, let it do its work. And then I can go back and find the clips that I like the most. And then I've got, I've repurposed all this content. I don't have to then go sit there and manually edit it. Right. So Oh, AI is super exciting time yeah. to be alive if you're excited by this stuff. But uh, Ches, thank you so much for your valuable insights into the creator economy, UGC, and just your life as a creator and how you got to be where you are today. And thanks to our creators and creator professionals from Creatorland watching this uh, to get inspired on how you can go from creator to full-time creator. And uh, Ches, where can where can people connect with you? Uh, let's see. I'm mostly on uh, Instagram and YouTube. So Instagram is yep. uh, Cheddar Ches, Cheddar underscore Ches underscore. And then um, on YouTube, it's just Cheddar Ches, at Cheddar Ches. So you'll find me. Come say what's up. Too easy. Go say what's up to Ches and check out his content. Ches, much appreciated. Thank you so much for your time. For sure. Take it easy. Thanks for tuning in to the Creator Landscape, the podcast by Creator Land. Don't forget to join Creatorland today and connect with like-minded professionals and creators in the creator economy.